0: Coolness. Ooh. Hey guys, welcome to In My Head. I have missed you guys, it's been a couple of weeks, shit is crazy right now, and uh, that is the reason why you are listening to a Legendary Marvin Gaye in my background, because what the fuck is really going on, truly. So uh, join me guys, a little bit of your time so we can talk some shit. Catch up real quick. It's been two weeks. I'ma start with my two minutes.
1: I'll be back. I'm gonna give you two minutes to talk about this bullshit.
0: Hey guys, so today I want to little use my little bit of time to talk about some of the crazy shit that has been going on. And what is funny is, is that two weeks. In the span of the news cycle is like forever. So the things that I would love to talk about really seems like old news. Uh, We have completely forgotten all about the Colin Kaepernick movement. The idea of taking a knee, uh, we have completely forgotten about that because it has gotten lost in the news cycle of uh, the storms that have happened and the treatment of Puerto Rico and, you know, just a lot of the BS that's coming out of the administration. Our president was called a moron by Mr. Rex Tillerson, and naturally they're going to deny it, but he truly is. He is constantly insulting people and putting us on the verge of war by calling this man in North Korea, who is, I'm certain, crazier than anyone, Little Rocket Man. So, in an effort to preserve my sanity, I have to turn off CNN. (laughs) So I ask you all to band with me to turn off the news and enjoy your life. Let's have some fun. Let's treat the world like ain't shit really happening. Viva la America. <laughs> That's my two minutes.
1: I'm gonna give you two minutes to talk about this bullshit.
0: What's good, y'all? We back. So listen, like... I don't know, you know, I know, listen, I know I don't have a whole lot of fans or whatever for this podcast, but I totally miss talking to you guys. I I miss talking into the mic and having retarded shit to say. But the last couple of weeks have really, really been such an amazing experience. Um, I can only say that uh, it is been such a fun ride experiencing um what it's like to be in a space to be able to do the things that i enjoy doing um so you know the universe has been good to me these last uh couple of weeks things have been really going well and i want to send a big old shout out to my guys at um live vinyl and uh studios in new york uh Mr. Errol Benjamin. we going to the top. This <laughs> is Terrence Laurel. Thank you, guys. Tony T. That's why I call him, even though I, that's not his last name. It doesn't start with a T. But anyhow, so uh, I just want to use a little bit of time right now to just really talk about what uh we've been probably missing and not talking about for the last couple of weeks. So, um there's been this huge or was a huge uproar about the uh idea of um the the flag and the anthem being uh degraded uh by African Americans who have chosen to uh take a knee and use their influence and their opportunities to Uh, express their uh, disdain to injustice uh, in the African-American community. Now, for me, I am a very, uh, I'm a young kid, I guess, in the age of uh, civil rights and in the way of a lot of the history of the world. And from what I do understand is that, you know, we have a very strong, um, we have a very rich history in uh, racism in this country. Uh, And uh, it's, it's sickening. And most times it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's an awful thing. And it's just something that should not be happening in the 21st century here in America. The blood, sweat, and tears of our ancestors are in every part of this country, in the soil, in the trees, in every ounce, in every corner of this country. And if we want to go further, we'll say the globe. As we... Begin to learn more about our history, we begin to discover the richness and the fullness of where our people have come from. And knowing that there uh, was a history of our people here in America before the settlers came uh, solidifies. You know, this, uh, and just even also just the complete and disrespect of the native. Uh, community, who are our brothers. And, um, you know, th- they were trusted and they came and they colonized and they lied and they did what they did. And history is history. And uh, one of the things that, you know, I think that we have missed is the fact that uh, solidarity is key to us being able to find our way through this jungle. And uh, we have a problem with that. We do not stand in solidarity with one another for a lot of, I guess, personal reasons. You know, so once we stop tearing each other down and tearing our own communities down, uh, we will be able to really, really, really affect change. Each one to each one. We have to stop being so hateful and, you know, and I think that's what really, really stops us. Stop being so hateful and so judgmental, you know, but that reaches further and deeper into our roots. And that is also based in religion, but that's a whole nother freaking topic. So don't get me started. But, uh, what I would, uh, enjoy, uh, you listening to this uh, clip that uh, Greg Popovich uh, he spoke at a at a press conference, and you, you know what? When he spoke, I said he fucking gets it. He really, really fucking gets it. Excuse me, burp. But I was like, he fucking gets it, and and. You know, just what he said and, you know, the 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 the, he leads the charge in uh, Anglo people getting it and hearing it. And that's the thing that for me has been a problem. And I'm sure with most other black people, it's been the problem that you guys do not listen. And we've been telling you what the problem has been for years. And you're just not listening. And then it gets to a place where it starts to boil over and then y'all want to call us animals. But without us, where do you really stand in agriculture and creation? There are a lot of these things that belong to us. You can lie to yourself and play games if you want to, but search your history. It's there. So I have a clip. Uh, Greg Popovich, I want you to hear what he has to say. And uh, I hope for anybody who is listening who has a white friend, play this because this is a uh, white man who gets it, Greg Pop.
2: And there has to be an uncomfortable element in the discourse for anything to change. You know, whether it's the LGBT movement or, you know, uh, women's suffrage, uh, race, it doesn't matter. Uh, people have to be made to feel uncomfortable and especially white people because we're comfortable we still have no clue of what being born white means and if if you read some of the you know uh recent literature you'll realize it really is no such thing as whiteness uh, but we kind of made it up uh, that's not uh my original thought but it's true and <laughs> It, 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 it's hard to sit down and, and decide that, yes, it, it's like you're at the 50-meter you know, mark in a 100-meter dash. Uh, and you got that kind of a lead. Yes, because you were born white, you have advantages that are systemically, uh, culturally, psychologically there. And they have been built up and cemented for hundreds of years. So.
0: Greg gets it. And this is the idea that we're trying to get everybody else to understand, like the rest of the white population don't really, really want to understand this. And only just because uh, it would only get you guys to uh, affirm that we're on equal footing and you don't want to be on equal footing with us. And that's okay, and You can say that. But you have no other choice. The thing is, is that history proves, regardless no, regardless of whatever lies that we have been told and the lack of things that have been put in our curriculums in our schools, the truth comes to light. And in this instance, you know, it's just sad that people just won't try to it's just sad that y'all won't relinquish like let it go and that's all i can say about that but in the interim we have to understand and address the idea that uh colin kaepernick uh decided to you know take a knee for the injustice uh in regards to police brutality of uh in the black community and uh, the idea somehow has gotten lost since a, a couple of weeks ago. And this was a really, really hot topic. And it's, you know, one of those things that got me really excited because I was like, OK, now we have a movement from my NBA players who are basically saying, like, look, we 70 percent of this motherfucker. We run this shit. If we not playing, ain't no motherfucking body playing. Ain't no Super Bowl. Ain't none of that shit. Like we'll shut your motherfucking money down. And I really was feeling that. But as it turns, it seems as though instead of taking knees and being consistent with that, niggas want to now stand up and lock arms. Listen, be consistent with the message. Be consistent with the message. That's my whole idea. Y'all run shit. And that's really how it should be felt. Y'all should behave as if y'all a threat. They can't replace y'all. They're not going to replace y'all. Sue me for my contract. What what you going to do? You know what I'm saying? It just has to be a place where motherfuckers just stop being scared. And I I salute Colin because he stopped being scared and he was like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? And one day something great is going to happen for that brother. We need more black leaders. We need more people in positions to be able to stand up to stand the fuck up for a movement. And that's really what it is. Ain't no more Martins, ain't no more Malcolm's, ain't no more Rosa's. You know what I'm saying? It's ain't no more Thurgoods. Like, where's everybody at? It's like, we gotta be done with this submissive ass shit in real time. Like it's just it's it's sickening and it's stupid. So the idea is that. Most people didn't really understand or even know about the idea that there were three verses to the Star Spangled Banner, which is why we feel. This wasn't written for us. Francis Scott Key wrote this September, 1814. Three verses, people check your history where he talks about slaves who were fighting for the British. Bust their ass, kill them, bust them in the head, put them dead. Okay, that's what he said. (laughs) And I'm certain that wasn't the, you know, my correct wording for it. But, you know, that's what it is. And then, you know, there was this whole thing after the U.S. and the British signed a peace treaty at the end of uh, 1814. The U.S. government demanded the return of all of the American uh, property, which in point numbered about 6,000 people. But the British refused. So most of those 6,000 people eventually settled in Canada, with some going to Trinidad, where descendants are now still known today as Americans. I think that's how you pronounce it, Americans. So I think that's a pretty interesting uh, point of history, uh, you know, that people may not even know. But, uh, yeah, man, this, you know, that's the reason for the whole protest of the, uh, you know, the, the, the anthem, the Star Spangled Banner. So let me read these lyrics real quick because I got them in front of me. So. Third verse, and uh, where we go, let's see, let's see. And where is that man who so vauntingly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion? A home and a country where leave us no more. Their blood has washed out their foul footsteps pollution. No refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of the flight or the gloom of the grave and the star spangled banner and triumph doth wave or the land of the free and the home of the brave. So there you go. They ain't had nothing to do with us. They wanted to kill slaves. They ain't got nothing to do with us. We can not stand by this flag. I mean, I'm sorry, stand by this anthem, but I can certainly say that that flag belongs to us. That flag belongs to us. And it's no disrespect to that flag because that flag belongs to us. So say what you will. But the anthem, no, the flag belongs to us. So, yeah, we'll be back, guys. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, go get up and uh, go get your snack. Take a pee and come that ass on back. Hey, guys, according to PBS.com, there are 10 little known facts about black history that you probably didn't even know. So I'll give you a couple right now. Before there was Rosa Parks, there was Claudette Colvin. Most people think of Rosa Parks as the first person to refuse to give up their seat on a bus in Montgomery, Alabama. There were actually several women who had come before her, one whom was Claudette Coven. March 2nd, 1955, when the 15-year-old refused to move to the back of the bus, nine months later, Rosa Parks stand launched the Montgomery bus boycott. Who would have thunk it? Salute. And fact number two, Esther Jones was the real Betty Boop. The iconic cartoon character Betty Boop was inspired by a black jazz singer in Harlem introduced by cartoonist Max Fleischer. In 1930, the character of the jazz age flapper was the first and most famous sex symbol in animation. Betty Boop is known for her revealing dress, curvaceous figure, and signature vocals. Boop, boop, bit-doop, boop. And factoid number three. Interracial marriage in the United States was banned in 1664 and not overturned until 1967. Oh, my God. During the 17th and 18th century, the growing number of interracial marriages between blacks and whites led to the passage of this law. The first anti-misogynation law enacted was, the col- was in the colony of Maryland. And in 1664, and additional colonies quickly followed suit. Listen, you can find all these amazing factoids and more at pbs.org black culture. I'm going to post the link anyway, but that is a black history moment. Be proud. Okay, we're back in my head. So um, really quickly, guys, I wanted to um, share a little bit of something that I've been watching recently. Uh, Y'all know I love a good TV Situation, good documentary or something. So I want to share with you guys what I've uh, recently been watching. Uh, It's called the Vietnam War, and uh, it is uh, a film by Ken Burns and Lynn Novick. I believe it's a ten-part series. Eight, uh, yeah, Novick Novak, eighteen-hour docu-series. Uh, It is amazing. I love Ken Burns. Ken Burns is amazing. Um. This thing is, it got me shook. I have, uh, I I wasn't born. I was born right right after the war uh, started, uh, stopped, sorry. And uh, that was in 1973. I believe it was completely withdrawn by 1973 and I was born the year after. Uh, I have to tell you that one of the most amazing things uh, about watching this is I have been completely educated uh, th- th- Yeah, this is something to talk about with people who, you know, were drafted and people who lived in this era because there was a lot of shit going on. Like there was a lot of shit going on. Not only was it going on in uh, North and South Vietnam, but it was going on here in America with the civil rights movement and the protests uh, against the war. You know, this thing was really, really, really awful. And it lasted a very long time. And uh, from what I understand is that this docu-series was 10 years in the making. Um, the series includes rarely seen and digitally remastered uh, archaeological or archival, I'm sorry, archival footage from sources around the globe. Photographers uh, have taken some amazing pictures uh, that have been uh, celebrated by uh, some of the fo- photojournalists who've contributed uh, to um this series um there's a uh, television broadcast that they've um yeah it, there's there's just a lot there's a, there's I'm like I'm just reading like a lot of the stuff that has been included you know why website. is Siri talking what the fuck okay cool <laughs> Okay, that was weird. So, I'm back. And uh, so, I'm going to conclude. Uh, so, this, uh, this uh, series has a lot of freaking information. And um, there are also secret audio recordings uh, from inside the Kennedy, Johnson, and Nixon administrations. And, um, you know, this, is, this, this, this series is amazing. It has a lot of amazing information. And the music, the soundtrack... Are you kidding me? The soundtrack is freaking amazing. So, you know, I uh, don't know much about, you know, again, about this war because I, ha- I wasn't born yet. Uh, but this war raged on for, from what I understand, over 20 years. And uh, there was a lot of loss of life for really no real reason. And this is one of the reasons why war is just so unnecessary, I think. Like we have to start doing more thinking than uh, reacting and, uh, you know, d- killing people and destroying people for no real reason is just it's, it's unfathomable and it's just really unforgivable. And uh, what I can really say is that there are a lot of men and women who served in Vietnam who uh, I have the greatest respect for. I have the greatest respect for. Uh, but there are a lot of them who uh, came back heroin addicted uh, because of the things that they saw. They were children. They were young children being drafted into a war to go into a place that they knew nothing about. That was not America. They knew nothing about. They made enemies of people that they were told that they had to kill. When I tell y'all this is such an amazing and such a gripping story, PBS, Ken Burns, um uh what's the lady name lynn novak novik congratulations because this shit right here is amazing i'm gonna play a real real quick clip guys and um yeah check this shit out pbs.com the vietnam war check it out on netflix check it out on uh pbs check your local listings this is some good shit people
3: i had the opportunity to call my mother you know I said, um, you'll probably never see me again because we're the most northern outposts that the Marines have. You know, we could literally could look right into uh, Vietnam. We could see the sparks when the guns fired on us and I said, everybody in my unit's dying.
1: I never
2: considered the Vietnamese our enemy. They had never done anything to threaten the security of the United States. They were off 10,000 miles away, minding their own business. And we went there to their country, told them what kind of government we wanted them to have. This Vietnamese officer came to me and he spoke English. And it was the first real English speaker that I had seen. And he had a little reel-to-reel tape recorder. And he asked me to make a message to my family to let them know that I was safe. And I could do that if I would make a statement against the war. And I I told him with great bravado that I would rather die than make a statement against my country. And he said to me, uh, you will find dying is very easy. Living will be the difficult thing.
0: Hmm. All right, you ready? All right. So, I mean, the clip uh, in itself is... uh, just so big and empowering it's you know uh i'm a huge history person so for me watching this and you know bump and i were talking that you know it's uh it's really 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 just a uh really gripping it's it's you know it's a real story you know that people lived and had to live through and so many lives were lost You know, and uh, even through all of that, again, I must say the civil rights uh, era was taking place in the assassinations of uh, Robert Kennedy or John F. Kennedy and Robert Kennedy uh, and Martin Luther King. And, and, you know, it's there was so much going on and, uh, you know, yeah, it was a lot, man. So if you get a chance to watch it, watch that deep shit, get your life. Um, I'm going to move into something a little bit lighter. Um, (laughs) this last couple of weeks, um, again, like I said, you know, when we miss a week, we miss a lot. Um, we had everybody on social media doing the hashtag for the pussy challenge and for the dick challenge. Now. I watched a few videos from a few celebrities where I was completely entertained and giggled. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, one comment that I saw that was made. And someone said, while all y'all out here doing these fucking challenges, remember that your children have access to the Internet. And that is so true fuck, man. I know it would be great to be able to just say what the fuck you want to say and just do what the fuck you want to do. But even here in this platform, I have to watch what I say and, um, you know, how I react to certain things because um, my affiliation, uh, you know, extends beyond me being here. And um, that's important to me to always uh, be a representative of the things that I'm involved in. So, you know, again... Yeah, people need to be a little bit careful. But anyway, I had fun with it. I listened to a few of them and I laughed a lot, as I said before. So uh, I believe that um, my, I think there was Taraji, I think I had, li- I listened to, was it, was it, no, it wasn't Taraji. I think I listened to uh, Sanaa and uh, Issa and um, Homegirl and, um, I think Cardi B. So, guys, I want you to uh, have take a minute. Let's you know bring shit back up. Let's bring it light. And uh, I want you guys to hear my uh, fun segment of dumbass phone calls hashtag for the dick um <laughs> for the dick challenge uh, special, I guess, or segment or whatever. Just fucking roll it.
1: Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Matter of fact, cut
3: the beat. Alright. I go acapella for the dick. Fresh J's Rockefeller for the dick. Okay. I beat a bitch ass for the dick. Grab his phone while he oh. driving, make us crash for the dick. me my phone. Got me fake liking sports for the dick. What? Fuck it, i pay his child support for the dick. Got me stealing bundles for the dick. Got me getting fucked up frontals for the dick.
1: Definitely
3: did. i stopped wearing wigs for the dick. Bluffing. Start doing free gigs for the dick. Nothing free. Got me bluffing on my friends for the dick. Calling in the means, making the demands for the dick. Bought some new titties for the dick. I like those. Cancel my show in Philly for the dick. Oh, they ain't gonna like that. Hey yeah, I go crazy for the dick. Just with the mess, stay shady for the dick. He make just soft for the dick. Cheat again, I'ma cut the dick off, real shit. What the fuck? Don't get it twisted in this bitch. It's a challenge. Your shit could get real in this bitch. You You heard what the fuck I said. I said what I said. I don't give a fuck. I go hard for that dick. Yup. I drop my black car for that dick. Drop that shit. Scream on my mama for that dick. Ah! You like the old bombers for that dick. Where y'all at? I put my lips on that dick. Fuck a girl's trip for that dick. Fuck that shit. Travel to Mars for that dick. Woo. Just dropped a few bars for that shit. That was hard. You did that. You did that. Woo! Here I go. Right my turn. Okay, okay. I might start a war for the dick. tim John, make him say, uh, for the dick. Rocket Man? Cancel HBO for the dick. Don't you got a show. Bitch, not no mouth for the dick. Hey. Mm-hmm. Skip to my loo for the dick. Oh, you brought your friends. Guess it's choo-choo for the dick. That's a prank. <laughs> I'll drop my phone for the dick. Did you a screen truck? Fuck. Got a new phone for the dick. <laughs> I done a lot for that dick. I got freaky for that dick. I used to crawl for that dick. He made me climb the walls for that dick. I played roles for that dick. I mean, I role played for that dick. Did a southern accent for that dick. My name is Shakira, but you could call me baby. <laughs> got cheeky for that dick. I like a serving of bangs and mash, please. I went blonde for that dick Then I cut the blonde for that dick Then I went bald for that dick Ah. Like it's a lot that you can do for the dick, but some shit you shouldn't do for the dick. Like, how you miss a check for the dick? The crazy part is, y'all be over to the shit. And these niggas don't contribute to your fame, but still use the damn key to get in. Y'all be ready to take a life for the dick, but he don't take care of the life from the dick. And if you niggas got a wife, don't try it, because everything I want, she own it. And I can never. Fight for the dick Especially when the whole hood had it And I can never ever be a side chick I'm a front and center show off type bitch Y'all bitches going broke for the dick Looking like a straight joke for the dick Can't talk sore throat for the dick But still show up and coat for the dick <laughs> Y'all bitches be wild and spending time with dick But not your own child Yeah, go ahead and call me petty But spoil me like your daughter if I'm calling you dick that myself for that day, what made my parents pay the ransom for that day? That's right. I go to trial for that day. I ain't no my motherfucker, it was him for that day. Uh uh, Bury the block for that day. Uh huh, made Nicky Remy talk for that day. What I love my family, but man, Illuminati, which one of my cousins you want for that day? Yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Okay, guys, I hope that you enjoyed that uh, very crazy uh, hashtag for the dick challenge. Uh, We had Jess Hilarious, which you can find her on Instagram, who is funny and fucking beautiful. Uh, We have, um, uh, who do we have? Uh, Issa Ray and Regina Hall turning up. And then we have Sanaa Lathan. (laughs) getting crazy with it and then there was a young lady i don't know her name but i found her on youtube and she was crazy and then uh we had cardi b who uh followed it up here at the end brought it home with uh illuminati sacrifice yes (laughs) so guys listen i will be with you next week i promise and i you know hope that uh you know i was able to uh inform and enlighten you this week you can find me on instagram at i am telly thomas and you can also find me on twitter at i am telly thomas and uh you know i always have fun doing this this is uh it's always great to be able to just kind of talk and uh You know, I hope that we can uh, find some common ground. We can agree to disagree. It's about being grown, goddammit. So guys, uh, I hope that um, you will uh, have a great weekend. And that until the next time we get together, you will uh, be safe. And that you will, you know, be happy. I always find uh, it necessary to uh, try to find some joy in the things that we do daily. And um, I hope that you can find peace. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that we need right now. You know, there's a lot of crazy going on out in the world and we need to find some joy and some refuge in one another. And that's why I continually will say solidarity is important, you know. Instead of uh, ridiculing one another, we should get to know one another. Instead of uh, being so quick to judge people, we should be receptive and a little bit more open. So, again, um, my Freedom Friday song, What's Going On, Marvin Gaye, so totally appropriate for what's happening right now. Um, I wish you all love, light, and happiness, and until next time, we... See one another, take care of yourself
1: too Take care of your blackness of you
0: And take care of one another Brother, brother, Peace
1: brother. There's far too many of you dying You know we've got to find a way To bring some love We don't need to escalate You see, war is not the answer For only love can conquer hate You You know know we've got got to find our way To bring some love and give the day day. Picket Picket lines and picket signs Judge simply because our hands are raw. Oh, you know we've got to find. Drink some understanding here today. Oh, 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 pick it flat and pick it soft. Don't punish me with brutality. Come on, talk to me. You can't see why. Right on <laughs> oh. the Right, right, on. right, on. right on.